0: Church, what's going on, y'all? Y'all are ready. Y'all are ready. Praise God. Um, as Pastor Mike said, my name is Pastor uh, Ted Winsley. I'm the pastor of the Family Church of Voorhees, New Jersey. Um, I have been married for 28 years. Somebody make some noise for 28 years. I know what you're thinking. Black, black doesn't crack. Come on, somebody. 28 years, I have a 28-year-old daughter, do the math. Uh, I have a 24-year-old son uh, who just graduated from the police academy, make some noise for that, amen. I have a four-year-old, I know, I have a four-year-old grandson uh, his name is Jonathan, and um, and it's just a, an amazing uh, opportunity to stand before you. As Pastor Mike said, we are we are friends. I consider him to be uh, my brother from another mother. Uh, when we first launched our church, some of you guys don't know this, but you all donated your uh, your uh, trailer for us while we were actually mobile, um, and it was such a blessing. So when I come here, uh, people call me Pastor Ted, but you can call me Uncle Ted. Come on, somebody. So so I I really feel like that i'm home so i'm just excited about what god is is about to do uh, i'm excited about the word and of course uh, i actually happen to be from dover delaware come on somebody make some noise for Dover. born and raised in dover delaware went to delaware state college my mother and father doris and frank winsley are here come on my brother uh frank and his wife terry and my sister karen is here um so so I said all that to say that I'm very much so home, um, and as it was shared that I am the chaplain for 20, this is my 22nd season um, as the chaplain for your Super Bowl. As long as we had a Super Bowl, I'm gonna introduce them that way. Your Super Bowl champion, Philadelphia Eagles. Make some noise, I feel some haterade. Okay, all right, hey amen, that was good. I thought it was some haterade in the room. Praise God, but, but who's ready for the word? Does anybody here, anybody come for the word of God? You, I can see all of y'all. Did you come for the word? praise God. Come on, let's pray. Father, we give you glory. We give you honor. We praise you today. We thank you, Lord, that your word literally says that all of creation is groaning inside, waiting for the manifestation of the sons and the daughters of God. That means us, Father. We thank you, Lord. There's something on the inside of us, Father, that you want to release that will change our world. And so I thank you, Lord, as your word comes forward. Allow it to do just that. You said that man, or woman, cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God, we thank you today as a result of your word that life will come forward. We thank you that as a result of the word that change will take place, Father God, first in us and then around us in Jesus' mighty name. If you're in agreement with that prayer, somebody make some noise up in this house. Woo, all right, praise God. Amen, so, so I'm excited, I'm excited about the Word. I'm excited just in the times and the season that we're living in. Um, I know that we're getting ready for Serve Day. Make some noise for Serve Day, July 16th. That happens to be my birthday, I'm gonna be 51. Come on, somebody. So, so uh, but, but not only are we getting ready for Serve Day, but I really believe that we are currently living uh, in, in the, the, the times uh, of the world, and the times of America, when how many of you know that the world needs a light? Am I, am I, am I talking to anybody? The, the Bible says, Jesus said that we're supposed to be what? The light of the world and the salt of the world of the earth. And, and it's interesting. And I'm, I'm not going to get political, but but I'm not afraid of y'all. I'm about to leave. But I am going to say that how many of you know that, that legislation does not change the world? God does. Now, guess what? Now, you need to vote. Somebody say, you need to vote. But how many of you know that, that voting still doesn't change world's issues? The love of God does. And, and, and so I'm excited. No claps. Uh, I'm excited that 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 god is strategically positioning you um to change your world somebody say god is strategically positioning me to change my world all right anybody ready for the word are y'all ready for getting this so 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 today's message is is very simple guess what uh i got the word lucky crossed out because how many of you know there's no such thing as luck but but there is a such thing as being blessed And today we're going to find out, uh, as you see in the title, that God did not... Somebody say, God did not bless me to have. Y'all don't want to say that, do you? Somebody say, God did not bless me to have. I'm going to show you in the Bible. Somebody say, God has blessed me to be. And and we're going to find out that because God has blessed you to be... Um, God's bless you to be blessed. We're going to find out that in the blessing, we're going to realize that when in the areas that we don't see the blessing, allowing us to be, we're going to find out that there must be a blocker. Somebody say, somebody say, if the blessing isn't blessing, then there must be a blocker, and, and that's what we're going to learn today. And I just want to help you also. As it was already shared, um, some people call it the anointing that's on me. I also call it ADHD okay so 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 i need y'all to 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 be with me as we go through the word is that all right come on let's read watch this uh genesis chapter 12 1 through 3 uh powerful foundation for our our message it says what it says now the lord had said unto abram read with me what did he say he said get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land where who's going to show you a land to who's going to show you he said, the land where I'm going to show thee. He said, here, he said, watch this. And I'm going to, this is so dope. Somebody say, this is so dope. He said, and I'm going to make of thee a great nation. Watch this here. And here it is. He said, and what's he going to do? He said, I'm going to bless you. Somebody say, he's going to bless me. He said, I'm going to bless thee. And here's, here's the dope part. He said, watch here. And I'm going to make thy name great. Now, here's the, here's the part we want to focus on. It says, and you shall have a blessing. Is that what it says? It says you're gonna have a blessing, is that what it says? Mm. It says what? And you shall be a blessing. And that's what we're gonna learn, that God didn't bless you to have, God blessed you to be. And, and how many of know that, that when, you, when you be be, somebody say, when I be be. Somebody say, when I be be. It can't be stopped. And, and today we're going to find out that God has blessed you, um, God, has, God has gifted you, God has anointed you, but watch here, this is how you know when, when the blessing is flowing, watch this, when people around you are blessed because you're blessed. Y'all got quiet on me. This is how you know when the blessing is flowing, when people around you are blessed because you're blessed. Let's keep reading. It goes on. It says what? It says what? And I'm going to bless them. Read with me. That bless thee. And I'm going to curse them. That curse thee. And watch this. Someone say, this is so dope. It says here, it says what? And in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Now, how many of you believe that scripture? Come on, clap your hands if you believe that. This is important. And this is my whole little political statement that I was saying. Guess what? We got politics. People are mad. People are divided. But guess what? But the believers understand that. Guess what? None of those things are going to change anything unless God is in it. Am I talking to you? See, see. Guess what? We love politics. Love people voting. Love stuff being overturned. That's amazing. But guess what? But God said that I'm not going to do it through the Supreme Court. Can I handle it? I know I'm messing with people. I don't care. I'm about to leave. He said, can we read the scripture? He said, no. He said that I'm gonna bless you and because you're blessed, watch this, all the families of the earth should be blessed because God blessed you. I need you to get this and and I'm gonna give you a little charge and I'm gonna help you realize because many of us spend more time blaming others instead of blessing others. Ooh, I ain't afraid of y'all, this ain't my church. More people spend, we spend more of our time blaming people instead of being the blessing that god said that we're going to be anybody ready for this anybody ready to get this word if you're ready come on clap with me come on let's keep reading watch this so so here we go here's our introduction let me read with me it says what it says the word teaches that it has what is the word teaches that it has what It's always been God's plan, watch here, to bless and to serve others by causing the believers to, watch this, what's that word? To become a blessing, watch this, who serve others. And so this is important. And as I said, that, well, man, we're blessed, but we don't see things being better around us. We're blessed, but stuff is still, can I say this? I'm going to say this because this this is my my brother from another's house. Amen. I would say this if I was in my house. We're blessed, but stuff is still jacked up. So so if God's word is true, and if God has blessed us to be, but stuff's still jacked up, guess what? Then there must be a blocker. Are y'all with me? And and so read with me. It says what? So today, what are we going to do? Today we're going to expose. Somebody say we have to expose it first. Watch this. And then what do we need to do? Then we need to overcome what? The blessing blocker. Who, who wants to know, watch this, what the blessing blocker is? Anybody want to know what the blessing blocker is? So, so before, and I need you to understand that revival, somebody say revival, and judgment, somebody say judgment, will always come to God's house first. Y'all hear me? See, we're believing for revival. Guess what? Ain't going to be no revival out here unless there's a revival here. Y'all hear me? Guess what? We want stuff to get judged and corrected. Well, guess what? Nothing's going to get judged or corrected until it first happens here. Y'all with me? So let's read. It says what? There is a what in the church? There's a secret in many churches. Read with me. According to researchers, Scott and Thuma and Warner and Bird, And I got to add them in for, for some of y'all unbelievers. What's this? It says what? It says that most churches, mega-sized and small, what does it say? Black and white, what? Are actually run by 20% of the congregation uh where are all the people that serve in here make some noise if you serve oh i I like that amen so i ain't talking about y'all then amen watch this so so but here it says what it says the other 80 percent. somebody say the other 80. watch this they say they tend to act like spectators in other words they tend to act like pew sitters and now i'm not just talking about in the church i'm talking about as the church are y'all with me because then some of us are duped into believing that if you just serve in church then you don't have to serve as the church and how many know that the world is hurting and dying because the because the world needs the church to serve as the church are y'all with me how many know that the church is not a building the church is a body and so so watch here so it says here what they do they're minimally involved and they attend infrequently or not at all somebody shout but that ain't me it's some other people I know watch this so let's read here so so today our assignment is to do what is to expose the blessing blocker and and here's my question to you And we're gonna find this in the first scripture my question to you is read with me what what stops a believer from caring for and blessing others and 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 this is this is so important and watch this and and this is why our churches are not crowded come on talk to me Uh, And and this is also why, greater than churches being crowded, this is why the world isn't changing. Uh, And watch this, the world can only change at the rate that we're not blocked. Are y'all with me? Somebody say, the world can only change at the rate that I'm unblocked. Come on, let's read Philippians. Chapter 2, uh, verse 1 through, th- uh, verse 3 through 5. Come on, let, let, let's find the blocker. It's real fast. It's right here in Scripture. Let's read it. it says what? It says don't, somebody, somebody shout this out loud. It says what? It says don't be. Come on, it says what? It says don't be. It says, don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Verse 4, it says what? Don't look at, here we go, don't look at only for your own interests. It says what? But take on an interest in others too. Watch this, verse 5, it says what? You must have. Now, this is important, and this is why we're we're, we're, we're spending this time, because how many of you know that selflessness and selfishness is not a thing, it's a tood. Y'all hear me? You hear me? That selfishness and selflessness, it's not a thing that you do. It's not, ooh, look at their selfish action. No, 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 how many of you know that actions only come from toods? Y'all with me? Actions only come from attitudes. If you want to find the root of an action, there's an attitude connected to it. Am I talking to somebody? Watch here, and so it says here, it says what? You must have the, what kind of attitude? you got to have the same attitude that Christ has had. So let's read. So therefore, what is the blessing blocker? Come on, what is it? Some of y'all are so selfish you don't even want to say it. Come on. What is the blessing blocker? Selfishness is the blessing blocker. So, so can I help you guys? Because I know, some I'm, I'm watching. Plus, not only am I a pastor, I'm a little prophetical. A little bit. Y'all with me? You know that? I got a little profit in me. Okay. I can perceive stuff. So so watch this. So how many of you know that some of us are in the room and you're in denial? Who knows what denial is? Just two people. See, that's this how bad y'all are. <laughs> see, see, denial is when you have the symptoms, but you don't believe you have the disease. Come on now. Come on, wait, come on come on guys. We and, and y'all know we're we're in, in COVID time. You know, you seen somebody, they got the flu, they they they're coughing, they're sneezing, their eyes is running, they can't breathe, and they say, Ain't nothing wrong with me. And then they want to cough in your face and tell you a secret. And guess what? And you know, whoa, wait, wait a second. If you somebody say, if I have the symptoms, I might have the cause. And and so watch this. So we're gonna find that there were what? There are three symptoms to selfishness. And, and, and like I said, guys, in order for you to get free, you have to get over your denial. Come on, talk to me. And, 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 and many of us, like I said, many of us, we think that we're okay, but we don't realize that you thinking that you're okay is the problem. Is this all right? Is, is, is anybody, does anybody love God enough to be open to the fact that you can get better. Anybody in the room? I'm looking, I can see all of you. Just, just, just a section, all of y'all, amen. Here we go. So, so let's jump into this. Call it, let's go to the Word. And, and I love this. Luke chapter 10, verse 30 is where we're going to start, but, but this, is an, an, this is, somebody say this is a dope passage. Can y'all handle that? This is a dope passage of scripture because, again, this kind of goes back with the whole mindset of, of being blessed. And the scripture says that uh, the Pharisees, that they were trying to, to, to catch Jesus or or to prove him out to be a lie. And so they started asking him these questions. And they asked this question. They said, Lord, how do we inherit? And they said, how do we be blessed? How do we inherit the kingdom of heaven? And I, and I love Jesus' response. And he said this. And so he started checking the condition. And that's what God does. He checks our the condition of our heart and his response was he said oh well i'll share it with you he said love the lord your god come on so who knows the scripture with all your heart with all your mind and all your strength and he said in the second part he said watch this and then do what and then love your and then love your come on some of y'all are so selfish y'all don't even think you got neighbors and then love your who and then love your neighbor, watch this, as you love yourself. And it's interesting, some people, they'll read that passage of scripture, and from the cadence of scripture, they'll actually come up with, oh, that's the order of importance. It says, love the Lord of God with all your heart, your mind, and soul, your strength, then love your neighbor as you love yourself. So that's the, the orders of importance. The order of importance, first it's God, then it's my neighbor, and then it's me. And that sounds really cool, but that isn't the context. He said, watch this, love the Lord, your God, with all your heart, your mind, your soul, your strength, watch this, and then love your your neighbor as you love yourself. And so here's the revelation I need you to catch cuz some of us don't understand. Well, don't understand what's happening. Some don't understand, well why don't I love people? Because guess what? You can only love somebody to the degree that you've been loved. Well, oh, you don't Let me come over here cuz y'all didn't like that one. You you can only care about somebody to the only to the degree that you care for yourself. Are y'all hearing me? And so, so here's the issue. Guess what? One of the reasons why we may struggle with loving others and caring for others is because we don't love ourselves. It's because, I, I know you don't like me, because we have not yet received the love of the Father to the point that we realize, guess what? God loves me so much that I'm full of his love that I can't contain his love. I have to give it. Come on, can I get some snaps to claps for that? So So here's where we land. So after that statement, then Jesus said, okay, it's still some symptoms in the room. You still don't get it. Now let me tell you a story. And it says here, and Jesus replied, read with me? Jesus replied with a story. He said, here, what? He said, a Jewish man was traveling from Jerusalem. And and from this story, we're going to get our three symptoms. It says, was traveling, read with me, was traveling from Jerusalem down to Jericho. And was what? And what happened to him? Come on. And what happened to him? And he got attacked by bandits. And what they do, they stripped him of his clothes. And what they do, and they beat him up and they left him. How would they leave him? This is the worst way to be left, half dead. Y'all, you know, kill me. You know, but somebody said, but half dead? How many of you know that that's what the enemy loves to do? He loves to leave you half dead. In other words, he loves to injure you enough to where you still have enough life to be a bad representation of God. Are y'all not hearing me? Where, where we walk around, how many of you know that that Jesus died so you could be full of life, not half dead? Am I talking to anybody? Come on, read this, let's go. And it says here, next verse, and it says what? It says by chance, somebody say a priest, somebody say a minister, somebody say a pastor. Oh, let me get closer. Some might say a believer. How many of you know that God calls all of us? We're ministers of reconciliation. How many of you know that if you're born again, I got two collapse. Come on. If you're born again, then you're a minister. You're a priest. Uh, God's called you to serve. Let's read it. It says, what? It says, by chance a priest came. Somebody said, Oh, he's gonna he's gonna serve, he's gonna, he's gonna save the day, right? Nope, that ain't what it. It says here, it says, What? And by chance a priest came along. Read me, it says, somebody shout, but somebody shout, but how many of you know that it is your butt that keeps you selfish? Come on, talk to me. In other words, it is your excuse excuse for not helping. And how many of you know when we don't help, we have a good excuse? Talk to me. When when, when you don't serve, when you're not a blessing, you have a good butt. Talk to me. But how many of you know that your butt will keep you selfish? Let's read. It says what? It says, but when he what? When he saw the man lying there, what did he do? He crossed to the other side of the road and he passed him by here are three symptoms. Symptom number one, watch this, is unapproachable. Or watch this, or not welcoming. Now, now I, I need to help you because some of you are looking here and you say, you know, that ain't me. You know, I'm 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 not unapproachable. You as a matter of fact, nobody comes to me. <laughs> see, see, welcome, watch this. Welcome means that you were preparing for somebody's presence. Are y'all hearing me? See, see, welcome means, welcome means that, you know what? That when I come into someone's presence, I've prepared a hello for them. Come on, I need y'all to help, because how many of you know, it's the basic stuff. It's the basic stuff that we, that we miss that keeps us selfish. Here's a big one for believers, how about you're mean? Just mean, okay, y'all, I, I got two last. but how many, of you, how many of you have met Christians that are just mean? I mean, no, guess what? One of the reasons why the world is actually winning more people instead of the church is because the world ain't mean. And the Christians, watch this, and here's why, because we're selfish, we're not welcoming. Is this all right? Hey, y'all got real quiet on me so i'm gonna move to the next one i must i must have hit a nerve so that's number one i ain't scared of y'all i got a whole church i'm going back to are y'all ready here's number two are y'all getting anything out of this make some noise if you're getting something out of this come on here's number two watch this so number one was unapproachable number two was what shout it out loud number two was unavailable watch this this is a person who's not willing to be used and and some of you actually heard it in your flesh The same way that keeps you selfish. Y'all didn't catch me. See, in other words, God wants to use you. God wants wants you to be an instrument of blessings. Watch this. But some of us are unavailable because you ain't trying to get used. You didn't hear me. One of the reasons why we're unavailable is because it feels like the last time I helped, somebody took advantage of me. Am I talking to anybody? But how many of you know, watch this. If you're connected to the source, I can never run out. And if you take advantage of me, you ain't taking advantage of me. You taking advantage of him. Are y'all hearing me? And, and so it's important to realize that the second symptom is when we make ourselves unavailable. Are y'all, is this making any sense? When we make ourselves unavailable. And, and here's the third one, and you saw that in Scripture. The third one, someone read me. What's the third, what's the third symptom? So I, come on, I, I need y'all to understand because somebody needs a tissue, not just me, but somebody needs a tissue. Y'all got some symptoms in the room. What's the third? The third one is what? When you were blind. Here's the key. When you were what? Unable to see the need. And how many of you know that, that, that there's a rule of thumb that when you need, you can't see a need? Are, are, you, are you hearing to hear me? Come on, talk to me. How, how many of you know? Come on, can, can we keep it a buck? That's my new millennial word that they say. Can we keep it a buck? Or can we keep it a hundred? Or can we keep it real? It, we used to say keep it real in the 80s. But can, can I keep it a buck with y'all? See, this is, and I, I want to share with you because I'm helping you guys or helping us understand the symptoms that we have because you can't overcome what you're in denial of. And, and he, he, this will help you. This is why when oftentimes if someone says, hey, we need to take, a, a, take up a collection or we need to take an offering or we want to be a blessing to someone else, and guess what? And if you're suffering from this condition, you know what you're thinking? Shoot, I can't even pay my light bill. I ain't helping. You want to know why, because when you're in need, you can't see a need. Is this making sense? And what, and what helps us to, not, to stay blind is we don't realize that God is my source. Am I talking to you? So how many of you know that, that if God is your source, then watch here, then God says, look, let me be God, you be my child. And, and I, I, I'll tell you this, one of the reasons why some people are never able to receive, watch this, is because they keep a closed fist. How many of you know, as long as your fist is closed, two things can not happen. You can't give and you can't receive. Is this making any sense? Come on, here we go. So, so, so somebody, say, somebody say, I got to be diagnosed before I can overcome. All right, here we go. So, so let's keep going. So it says here, watch this. It says Satan wants, what does he want to do to us? Satan wants to disqualify you. Watch this. From being a who? A minister or being a servant. And, and I, I, as I said that before, this is why some of us struggle with this because we don't realize that serving is ministering. And ministering is serving. And so some of us see ministers that don't serve. Are you hearing me? And and some of us don't realize that because I'm a servant, that makes me a minister. Let's read. It says, What? Satan wants to disqualify you from being a what? A minister. Read with me? From being a servant. Why? By how does he do this? By reminding you of your what? Of your need above the needs of others. And that's why I say that pain, pain keeps you selfish. Watch this, focusing on your need. Causes you not to be able to see a need. But when you realize that, you know what? And this is why why the Lord constantly reminds us. He says, look, I'm your supplier. He says, look, I provide for you. And, and, and you'll realize this, that, that what causes us to stay in that place and, and allows us to become disqualified is when we get out of the place of being a child and we want to be grown. We want to take care of ourselves instead of realizing that God is taking care of me. Is there anybody in the room that believes that God's going to take care of you? Make some noise if that's you. Do it by faith if you have to. Here we go. So, so here we go. We're almost done. So here's the key. Watch this. Somebody say, I, I want to hear the keys to overcoming the blocker gonna give you three keys to overcoming the blessing blocker and here it is watch this in Mark chapter 6 verse 35 read with me it says here it says what and when the day what and when the day was now far spent it says what his disciples and this is interesting his disciples came to him and they said they said watch here they said this desert place and now the time is far past or in other words they came to Jesus the Bible the back the backdrop of the story is, is that there was an amazing service and people had come all from all over the place. And now, and now the disciples came up to Jesus. Because how many of you know, if if we can keep it a buck again, that you can determine when a situation is about to arise where somebody's going to need you. Come on, talk to me. That's why some of y'all, you know, slip out. you. Here it comes. Let's get ready to come. Some of y'all go to, go to the bathroom during tithes and offerings. Oh, so, I go to the bathroom. I know it's getting get ready to happen. And so, so the scripture says that literally that they said, look here, Jesus, it's getting late. It's a bunch of people. I know they hungry because I'm hungry. Look, it's a far journey. Won't you, won't you send them away? Let's read. It says here. It says what? He said what? Send them away that they what? That they may go into the country roundabout and into villages and what? and he answered i love this jesus said what did he say he said unto them what did jesus say to them he said you're gonna give them something to eat and and this is important because how many of you know and and, and this is this is the issue uh, i found this out when i went to haiti has anybody ever been to a third world world, world country uh, I, i've been to haiti and i found something very amazing i actually went, went with some of the players and, and when I went to Haiti, I, I found out, first of all, that there was great poverty there. Of course, somebody say, duh. But then when I was at Haiti, watch this, and maybe some of you didn't know that there are more millionaires and billionaires that live on the continent of Haiti than any other Caribbean country. Did you know that? That there, that there are parts of that country that are extremely wealthy, and most of and there are many millionaires that live there, uh, that live in a third world country. And when I was there, I found out the two things, that whether, wherever there is great poverty, watch this. How many of you know? Somebody say, wherever there's great poverty, there is great corruption. Here's why. Because guess what? Because God's a provider. And when God creates something, he always creates something with enough. Are y'all hearing me? They, do, do you realize that, that poverty is a man-made thing? Are y'all with me? You want to know why? Because there's enough supply for everyone. The issue is, is when hearts become selfish, they become greedy and they become, they begin to hoard. And so watch this. And so it says here, he answered and said to them, what give ye to them? Oh, here's my point. My point is, is that oftentimes we're looking for somebody to solve a problem that God has actually given you the resources and the ability to solve if you had your attitude straight. Are you hearing me? I got got a couple, this is the the stronger giving side, amen. See, see because the the real issue, like I said, if we were to see things differently, and and I'll say this, as a pastor, that no one ever gave me resources until I became a great giver. Are you hearing me? How many of you know, because some of you say, man, I just got enough for today. Well, are you giving, are you consuming more than you give? If you're consuming more than you give, then you'll never have enough. Am I talking to anybody? Come on, let's read. It says here, it says, he answered and said, what? Give ye to them. It says, what? And they said unto them, shall we go and buy 200 penny worth of bread and give it to them? In other words, they were trying to tell Jesus, this is going to cost a lot of money. You don't know what you're talking about. I need to remind you how much it's going to cost to do all of this. Come on, some of you. You know, Pastor Mike said, we're going to renovate the building. We have the kids place. And y'all like, do you know how much that's going to cost? Y'all I told you I'm prophetical. Let's read. It says here. So so here's key number one. What do we have to do? We have to change your attitude concerning what? Concerning the needs of others. You have to realize that what we read in Genesis chapter 12 is the truth and that God blessed you to be a blessing. Are you hearing me? This is why many of us are depressed and stressed because you got the wrong attitude about other people. You don't realize that other people are in your life so that God can release who he called and created you to be, to be a blessing. Make some noise if, that, if that's biblical, amen. Here we go, here we go. So key number one, what do you have to do? You gotta change your attitude concerning the needs of others. Come on, let's read. that's next. It says verse 38, he said unto them, what? He said, what, what he read? He said, how many loaves do you have? Let's read. And what he said? He said, go and see. And when they knew, watch this, they came back and they said, what? We got five loaves and we got two fish. Here we go. Let's read. Here's key number two. Read with me. It says, what? What do you have to do? You have to relinquish. Come on. This, this, is the, I read, this whole sermon was to get you to point number two. It says, what? We have to relinquish our what? Our ownership of what we have and accept stewardship over what God has given you amen two claps amen now 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 here's why that didn't impact you as much as it's about to impact you because you don't because some of us actually in this room if we would keep it a buck somebody say if i kept it a buck actually believe that we're owners actually believe that we own things and don't believe that i have to relinquish ownership and take on stewardship how many of you know that somebody say there's a test of ownership somebody say there's a test of ownership here are the three tests. Test number one. Somebody say, test number one. Did you create it? Somebody say, did you create it? And in other words, if you are the creator of it, then you're, you're the owner of it. Now, if we would keep it a buck, because my mom used to tell me this, and it scared me all the time because I believed her. She said, look here, look here. I, I can make another one that looked just like you. Go ahead, go ahead and act dumb. My mama's here. Go ahead and act dumb. And the crazy part, like we got twins in our family, and I look like my brother, and all this stuff. You know, I got scared. Like, oh, sucks, she really can. Maybe she does own me. So, so test number one is what? Is, is did you create it? Watch this. Test number two is can you maintain it? Are y'all with me? See, guess what? If, if you can't create it, you're not the owner. If you can't maintain it, you're not the owner. And some of you already, some of y'all got your bull. Yep, I made her and I'm the one that's keeping this thing going. I'm the owner. Now, here's number three. Number three, I'm going to lose the whole room on this one. So number one is what? Did you make it? Somebody said, did you make it? Yes. Number two is what? Can you maintain it? Somebody said, can you maintain it? Here's number three. When it dies, can you bring it back? See, how many of you know, there's only one person that when things die, he can resurrect them. Are you hearing me? There's only one person that when we lose our life, that God said, guess what? Jesus said, she's not dead as you suppose. I'm going to bring her back. You want to know why? Because I'm an owner. Are you hearing me? So this is why it's important, why we have to relinquish our ownership. Now that you know that you're not an owner, there's only an owner and a steward. Are you hearing me? If you don't own it, then you're here to steward over it. If you don't steward over it, guess what? Well, you know you can't be the owner. You want to know what it makes you? A thief. Somebody say, I need to relinquish my ownership and become a steward. Here's the last one. It says here, what? And he commanded them. What did he do? To sit down by companies upon the, grad, the green grass. Let's read. It says what? And what happened? Y'all know what's about to happen. It says what? And they sat down in ranks by hundreds. Somebody say hundreds of people and fifties of people. Watch this. And here, and here it goes. It says here, and when he had taken the five loaves and the two fish, what did he do? He looked up to heaven. And guess what? How many of you know when you're blessed, you can bless? Come on. You, did you hear what I said? When you're blessed, you can speak a blessing. And it says, and he blessed, and he break the loaves. Read with me. And he gave them to his disciples to do what? In other words, he did a miracle. Watch this. The five and, and the two loaves, all that stuff. They turned into hundreds of thousands of provision. It says his disciples, have said before them, it says, and the two fishes divided he among all of them. Here's number three. And I want you to say this out loud and speak this over your life. So we, somebody say, I must understand that my availability gives God opportunity to do a miracle through me. Somebody say, I must understand, I'm ministering to you. Somebody say, I must understand that my availability gives God the opportunity to do a miracle. Through me. Here's the last time because I believe that God is shifting hearts in the room and literally as I'm saying this over your life that you know that there are the areas that you need to be available for. You hear me? There are areas of your heart, areas of your life. You've got situations where you're looking for somebody to save you and God is saying, no, make yourself available. When you're feeling like I don't have enough and God is saying, no, make yourself available. Come on, say it with me. Say my availability. Gives God the opportunity to do a to do a miracle through me read with me it says what and they did all eat and were filled every head bow every eye closed you're here today you heard the Word of God and you realize oh my goodness that's my issue that's my circumstance I'm not full I'm not fulfilled I don't know Jesus Christ as my Lord or as my Savior that's why I'm selfish that's why it's always been all about me or you're here today and you said listen to me heads about eyes are closed you said you know what, Pastor Ted I'm a believer but as you were going through those symptoms I realized that's me there are areas of my life where I don't make myself available where I'm not welcoming. I'm not open. I don't have the attitude that God has about other people's needs. And I realize that there are areas of my heart I need to recommit back to the Father because God blessed me to be a blessing and God is holding me accountable for the blessings of others. And if this is you with every head out, every eye closed, you heard the word and you're saying, Pastor Ted, I, I just want to recommit. I, I just want to allow God to, to be my provider. I, I want him to come into my heart and to fulfill me till I overflow because I realize that I'm selfish or there's selfish areas in my life that's making me unavailable to God and other people. I'm not going to call you up here. I'm just going to pray a prayer over you and for you right in your seats. And if that's you, said so Pastor Taylor, will you pray for me? Just slip your hand in the air. Just want to know who I'm praying for. I see hands. Hands are, are being slipped all over the building. I'm not going to call you up here. Your Hand is your heart. If your hand's not raised, praise for pray for the person that's supposed to raise their heart. Raise their hand. I see hands all over the building. God bless you. 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 Amen. Come on, put those hands down. Heads heads are bowed. Eyes are closed. Come on, let's pray together. Repeat after me. Say, dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for loving me so much that you would give me your very best. Today I found out. Your best for me is your Son, Jesus Christ. And when I receive your best, I can give the best. And so Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. Be my Master. Come on, make this declaration. Say, and now devil, I declare to you, you can no longer lord over me, harass me, push me, or fool me because I have a master. I have a savior. He is enough. He has blessed me. He has blessed me. He has blessed me to be a blessing. I declare salvation, rededication, and change, change, change over my life in Jesus' mighty name. Somebody shout amen. Did you get anything out of the word of God today? Well, come on, let's give the Lord a shout of praise.